You want your five star matches? You want your thirty minute classics? Not me. Big meaty man slapping me. What is good, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Slapping Mead Wrestling Podcast. My name is Randall Beatley. I'm the host. And today, for the first time ever, not only are we live with the audio version, you know, not only are we recording this audio version, but we are live for the first time ever recording an episode on TikTok. So I want to welcome all of my TikTok people as they join in. Um, This is being audio recorded so there won't be much interaction with the actual watchers on tiktok if you're watching this um what i do want to sort of promote out there is that if there is time at the end of me recording this people on tiktok will interact a little bit it just depends on the timing um this is audio recorded so i don't want to take up too much time sort of interacting with the tiktok crowd with the audio people who not really getting much interaction, right? Um, with that being said, let's go ahead and jump in. As the title of this episode tells us, we are booking the bloodline through WrestleMania. We're going to start from this Friday SmackDown. We're going to go through WrestleMania. Um, so let, let's sort of... Set the framework of how we're going to do this. This isn't going to be like what dirt sheets do when they fantasy book. This isn't going to be like what the supermarks and the IWC do when they fantasy book. This is strictly going to be. Here's the framework. Here's, you know, this is what we're building for this month leading to the, the premier live event. And. Here's here's how the story progresses. I think in terms of the casual wrestling fan, not the hardcore fan. I'm I don't necessarily care about each and every match that goes on. I want to book how the story benefit gets benefited, right? How how the story progresses, and and how we book this thing to um, to tell the story. Now in the story of the bloodline. We're in what we would be known as the falling action. If you know, if you understand storytelling, right? So you have sort of rising action, which is the beginning of the story where everything sort of begins. You get right that that leads to the climax. And then at the climax of the story, then after that, you then have what is known as falling action. We are months probably. I don't see the bloodline lasting much longer than WrestleMania. Um, so we are in the falling action. And my job today is to book essentially the last three months of the bloodline. 
how I would book them. Not how I think Triple H will book them. Not how the IWC will book them. How I would personally do this. So this is this is um this is my point of view. This is my opinion. If you guys disagree, leave comments. Right. The first thing I want to do before we jump in is if you are watching on TikTok, is to go like and share this podcast in the audio version. Um, just go and you can literally Google Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast um, and you could find it. Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, uh, iHeartRadio. It's literally on every major platform. Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast. Go like and share the um, audio version if you're listening on TikTok. Um, with that being said... Let's jump into booking the bloodline. So we'll start at this Friday's episode. You got John Cena and Kevin Owens versus um, Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. There's no way in the world John Cena t- gets the pin. There's no way Roman Reigns gets the pin. And I think in story mode, this match would be best if it ended in DQ. Have Solo Sokoa, and this is how I would do it. Have Solo Sokoa come out there, Samoan Spike, uh, thumb to the the throat of John Cena, DQ, um, and that personally for me sets up the potential John Cena versus Solo Sokoa match. Because when, when it comes to booking the bloodline, Solo Sokoa is the hardest to book. Jimmy and Jay Uso, very easy. Put him in a tag match, we'll get to that in a minute. Roman Reigns, really easy. Winner of Royal Rumble faces Roman Reigns at, at WrestleMania. That's really easy to book that. Solo Sokoa is the hardest, and he needs a match to be considered a legitimate threat considering that I think Roman Reigns will fully go part-time once he loses the title, and I also think the Usos fully go part-time once they lose their tag titles. They've been doing this thing for 15 years at the top of the WWE game, which is why, to me, the Usos are the best tag team in WWE history. Um, so the month of January, we we you have to set up Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens tension. Does Sami turn on the bloodline and choose friendship, or does he turn on Kevin and choose family? Right, that has to be the story leading up to Royal Rumble. That's where we focus on. So what do we have at Royal Rumble? Jimmy and Jey Uso, they have to defend. It does not matter who they, they defend at Royal Rumble against. You could put Legato, uh, the Phantasma there. You could put Hit Row in there again. I would love Hit Row to get a pay-per-view match. I love Hit Row. Um, you could put um, literally any mid-to-low-tier tag team. There isn't really any tag team worth building around at this moment it's literally just a match to get jimmy and jay another victory they need to defend at royal rumble it doesn't matter who they defend against but being that it is an important event they have they have to they have to have a match you can't have jimmy and jay not fight at royal rumble um solo sokoa Sami Zayn, and kevin owens i'd put all three of them in the rumble match with the idea of having Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as like early entrances, like in the top 10 and entrances, 
having them sort of work together without really knowing they're working together and then have Solo Sokoa come out and have that moment when Solo's music plays where Sammy sort of recognizes he has to choose. Do I help Solo or do I continue to help Kevin? Um, ultimately, the Royal Rumble match is won by Entrant 30, which would be The Rock. This is how you start. Now, I understand there's the the idea that The Rock may not be involved. I'm booking with the assumption The Rock would be involved in this match um, and in this feud, and him and Roman will fight at, at uh, uh, WrestleMania in L.A. I'm going off of the assumption that The Rock will be here and involved. So The Rock returned. Now, this is this is very uh, important why I think The Rock needs to return here rather than closer to WrestleMania. First off, this is very good um, marketing for The Rock. How? He owns the XFL, which now has a San Antonio team called the Brahmas, which is literally what he's known as. He's known as the Brahma Bull. The team is in San Antonio. Royal Rumble is in San Antonio. You could market the hell out of the XFL at this event. Um, And so that makes sense as to why The Rock should be here. Have him come in as number 30. He doesn't have to do any bumps at all. He could just come in, destroy like the final four or five competitors, eliminate them, and have him win the Royal Rumble. Um, And then the main event would be Roman Reigns versus John Cena. This has to be the match. This is the only match that makes sense for Roman Reigns to have at at the Royal Rumble. It is a big match. It'll move tickets for the first thing. Have this be a a uh, a clean match, um, a good match, and then. At some point, with this being the main event, I'm assuming Charles Robinson will be the ref. Um, he's and he ha- he needs to be the ref for this to make any for this to actually work because there's no other ref who can sell like he can. Um, have Cena or have, excuse me, have Rain set up a spear. Cena gets out of the way. Roman spears Charles Robinson, the ref. Um, which knocks out the ref. Cena gets up and gets ready to set up an AA. Solo Sokoa comes out in the main event. Samoan Spike again, thumb to the throat to Cena. Um, Referee gets back up. Spear, Superman punch. Roman Reigns retains. Um, This again, two times in, in a month basically, Solo Sokoa has attacked Cena this sets up the match. This is li- that's literally all you have to do to set up John Cena versus Solo Sokoa. The rest of the build can be not on TV. It could be Solo showing up at John Cena's uh, when he's on set filming whatever he's filming, right? That's lit. That you could or Cena calling out Solo Sokoa from his set and saying, "Hey, at Mania we'll we'll have this match." Right? You don't have to worry about Solo after. The- you have a reason now for Cena to have a match against Solo Sokoa. Um, at the end of this match, Roman's holding the titles. The Usos have already had their match. Uh, and they're they're not outside with you. Sammy, you know, isn't out there. Maybe he got beat up too bad in the Royal, actual Royal Rumble match. 
Um, and then Solo's the only one out there uh, to to help Roman. Um, and so Kevin Owens comes through. Um, and, and Kevin Owens comes through and attacks Solo from behind, attacks Roman from behind, and then out comes Sammy. All right, so Sammy comes out, he enters the ring. Now again, he has this he has this option: does he attack Kevin and choose the family, or does he attack Roman and choose the friendship? The tension has been building. Now, you've, if you build this properly, if you build this properly, you have the tension for an entire month of what does Sammy choose, and now he has to choose. He's in a position where he has to choose now. And he chooses to go with Kevin Owens. He attacks the tribal chief, turns on the bloodline. No one out there to stop him. They right. They beat up Roman Reigns. Then they leave. That's how the show ends. So the next week, the next Monday, and then from from that point through the re- to Elimination Chamber in Montreal on the 18th of February. The entire story now is. What caused, what is the motivation of Sami Zayn turning on the bloodline and then setting up Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as legitimate threats to the tag team championships? Um, that, right, so you could set up sort of Sami being upset that he was hurt, that he wasn't named, he wasn't named a full oose, he was tired of being honorary Us, and that he felt it was the Usos who got in the ear of Roman Reigns, right? So that's the story you're telling. At Elimination Chamber, now this is going off of the idea that the Usos can't be in Canada. I don't know if if they are. The last Canadian show they had, I think, was a SmackDown, and the Usos showed up, but it looked like it was filmed prior to SmackDown airing. Um, I'm not sure if the Usos can travel to Canada yet. Canada has a policy where if you have any like DUIs, which both the Usos do, that you can't enter the country, which personally I think is stupid. Um, this is all going off of the idea that Jimmy and Jay can't go to Canada. Um, Solo doesn't have to have a match. Roman won't have a match. Roman, there's no like Roman's whole gimmick right now is he doesn't wrestle these miniature events. There's no reason for him to have a match. His whole business right now is I got to focus on the rock, right? He rocked just one Royal rumble. So you give, you do promos with Roman. Um, you could even do promos with solo setting up his match with Cena. Um, the only major match that I would do in this storyline for the bloodline would be Again, based off of the fact that the Usos can't be there, you can't have the tag team championship match. But I would set up something different. With this being Elimination Chamber, let's do something unique. Let's do something new. Let's do a tag team Elimination Chamber match. Right? So the women's will have their own match. Set that up. For the women's, this will be super easy. If a Raw superstar wins Royal Rumble, which I think will be Becky Lynch, I personally think Becky Lynch will win the Royal Rumble. She'll go to SmackDown the challenge Ronda Rousey, which means at Elimination Chamber, 
uh, this is going against what I was really booking, but this is what I think happens. Charlotte Flair comes back at Elimination Chamber, wins the Chamber match, and goes after Bianca Belair. I think those will be the two matches. I could be wrong, but I think that's where we're headed. Um, so with the women's having their Elimination Chamber match, do a normal Elimination Chamber. But with the men, seeing that The Rock is already fighting Roman at WrestleMania, and there's no need to create a number one contender match for the World Heavyweight Championship or the Universal Championship, um, I'd do a tag team elimination chamber match. I think this would be, it's new, it's unique. I think this would be awesome. You know, tornado tag rules. If one member of the team gets pinned, the whole team's eliminated. Um, have Sammy and Kevin have, you know, literally five, five of any of the other tag teams. I'd put like Legato Del Fantasma, Hit Row, Street Profits, um, Alpha Academy, um, and, you know, like the Brawling Brutes or Imperium or something like that, right? Put them in this match. Have, in the main event, have Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens in front of their Montreal crowd. They're both from Montreal. Have them have their moment, right? Now, let's say the Usos are allowed to be there. Booking changes a little bit. However, I still don't think you should have the tag team match at Elimination Chamber. I think the title swap should happen at WrestleMania, if it happens at all. So that's Elimination Chamber. February is the easiest month to get through because it's one match that you really need to build, which is this Elimination Chamber tag team setting up the number one contendership, right? Everything else is promo, which is how I like it. As a casual fan, everything else needs to be promo to set up the match Roman promoing on Rock, Rock promoing on Roman, Cena and Solo setting up their feud. That's all you need to do, right? So let's get to WrestleMania. There's nothing in March. The entire month of March needs to just be promo to build these feuds, right? Promo to build the feuds, especially Solo and Cena and Rock and, and Roman. You can't have Rock and Roman just come in and say we're having a match because you won Royal Rumble. That's lazy booking. You have to sort of... The Rock needs to come in. The Rock needs to come in and basically say, Roman, you're not the head of the table yet. You're not as successful as me. I'm still the best in the family. And I'm going to humble you. That needs to be the storyline if we're going to do this. We can't just have The Rock win Royal Rumble and then say, hey, I'm going to fight Roman Reigns. There needs to be that, that, that story where Roman's motivation is to beat the only person he hasn't beat yet to literally become the head of the family. And then the rocks motivation is to humble Roman Reigns. He thinks Roman Reigns is maybe disgracing the family name. You could literally get everyone involved in the family, right? Rikishi can come back and stand with the rock. Um, um, you could, I don't know if the wild Samoans are still alive. I think they are. They've showed up a couple times during this reign, have them come back and say, Roman, you've, you've gone too far. Right. And that'll, that'll be a good build for the month of March. Everything in March for the bloodline storyline needs to be promo. We, we don't need any matches. Right. And then we get to WrestleMania, April 1st and April 2nd, live in LA. So night one, I would have the following matches. The Usos versus Sammy and Kevin Owens needs to happen on night one. The Money in the Bank match needs to happen on night one. 
the the belief is the Money in the Bank match will now be at WrestleMania again rather than its own uh, pay per view, which I'm a I'm a thousand percent grateful that we're doing that. Money in the Bank was an awful pay per view. Um, it also would explain why they had to get the the briefcase off of Austin Theory's hands now, like like they did, because they needed it again in at WrestleMania, and the idea. Go at the time was that Austin Theory was going to be the first guy to hold it for a year. Anyway, so the Money in the Bank match, the tag team Uso versus Kevin Owens and Sammy match, and then of course Roman versus Rock. So we'll start with Sammy Kevin versus the Usos. This one's easy. Sammy and Kevin get the win. The um, rather if it's by rather if it's clean or if there's some sort of um, interference or something. Doesn't really necessarily matter, but Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn beat the Usos, become the undisputed tag team champions, um, and, and then that ends that part of the story. Um, the Money in the Bank match, Cody Rhodes wins. Cody Rhodes comes back at the Rumble. He, you know, he doesn't get his 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 Rumble win, so he wins the Money in the Bank. I think this is the best way to set this up. Cody Rhodes wins money in the bank. He then immediately grabs a microphone and says, whoever wins the main event, Roman or Rock, I'm challenging you to a match. I'm cashing in. You don't have an option. I'm cashing this in. I'm letting you know. Cody Rhodes is the super babyface. This is the best way to have a babyface cash in the money in the bank, right? By giving the, the heel the notice. Hey, I want this to be a fair fight. I went through a match tonight. You went through a match tonight. So we're both going to be beaten and bruised. So winner of Roman and Rock, I'm challenging you. I'm cashing in tomorrow night and the main event of WrestleMania night two. That's how that, that needs to happen. Um, so Roman versus Rock, again, very good match. Um, you have Solo Sokoa who comes in and he... Um, and what at rock, maybe rock setting up the people's elbow. Maybe he's setting up, uh, rock bottom and solo comes in and attacks the rock. Um, which saves Roman Roman, then Superman punch spear wins the match. So we get to night two, um, solo versus Cena happens at night two, um, throughout the night. This is, this is very, this is actually very important throughout the night. Um, the Usos and Solo Sokoa at some point gets, uh, gets attacked. So the Usos individually get attacked throughout the night by some mysterious hooded figures like they normally do. And then Solo finishes, he wins his match. He beats John Cena. And we'll talk about this match. Why, why Solo versus Cena? Well, Cena's going to come back and have a, a WrestleMania match, just like he has in the future, it's going to be, or excuse me, just like he has in the past, it has to be to, to put over younger talent. So there's three options. You can do the sort of Cena versus Logan Paul, like who's the bigger celebrity match. I personally don't want to, I want to see Logan Paul, but I don't want to see him fight John Cena. I think Logan Paul could have a decent match with literally anyone on the roster. Um... I uh, you could do so um, Cena versus Austin Theory. Well, that doesn't make sense at this current point because Theory is the United States champion 
Why would Cena go after the United States champion? Or you could set up Solo Sokoa, give him the rub, because he's basically going to be the only full-timer in the bloodline after this event, which is a very important. You've got to give him that rub, that momentum, um, that'll lead him into a good career, a good career in through the rest of his career, knowing that the Usos and Roman will be part-time. So we go with that. After the match, Solo wins. He gets attacked by these hooded figures, whoever's running around. This means Roman Reigns, for the first time ever, does not have anyone ringside. Now, I know at Clash at the Castle, he, he didn't have anyone, but Solo showed up. Roman doesn't have Solo now. He's literally by himself. This is very important. This is very important. Because we have Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. The bell rings. Decent match. Roman and Cody, I think, will give us a very, very good match. As planned, as assumed, Cody Rhodes wins this match. Right? We get celebration, fireworks are going off, you could do confetti, you could do the whole damn thing. Cody's going to fucking break down in the middle of the ring. When Cody Rhodes wins this WWE championship, he will break down in the middle of the ring. This is just going to happen. That's why you have to have him as a baby face because you can't have him as a heel crying in the middle of the ring, right? The entire crowd's going to go crazy and you just made Cody Rhodes the biggest baby face we have seen since like Super Cena era John Cena. He just beat the guy who for three years has gone unpinned, who's for, for two and a half years has had the greatest title reign ever known to mankind in this in this generation of wrestling, possibly ever. Um, you just beat Roman Reigns. But that's not where we end the story, right? Because you have to set up new feuds. So so what what's the easiest thing to, to transition? Cody's the champion. As WrestleMania is going off air, as we're celebrating Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins attacks, cameras go off. That immediately, that cliffhanger immediately gets people to watch Monday Raw after Mania. Because everyone wants to go in, why why is Seth now turning on Cody? And the obvious answer, the storyline you could tell is, every time I get super close to Roman Reigns, into his championship, every time I try to get that title back, you get in my way, Cody. I'm going to put you, right? And then you can you can do matches four, five, and six in this sort of trilogy if you want, or it can just be one match, whatever it is. Um, I personally would build the story to, to SummerSlam where Seth Rollins defeats Cody Rhodes or... Right, and then you could do another match at Survivor Series. Um, I don't necessarily think Cody's here for a long time. I think he came here with one mission: win the title, and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna leave. Um, that's personally what I think is gonna happen with Cody. I don't think he has a long run. I don't think WWE wants to finance their future into Cody Rhodes. Um, I think they they feel that they owe Cody Rhodes. Um, for what his father has done and for what Cody has done for the business and the fact that he was willing to, to leave the company he founded to come back. 
I think they're going to give him the title. He'll have a, a, a decent size run. I think it'll go through at least SummerSlam, potentially Survivor Series, but it's not going to be like a year, two, two year long reign. It's going to be a shorter reign. Um, but here we are. We're, the bloodline's done. The only one left standing is Solo Sokoa. Have him, what, what do we do after that? Well, you book him. Um, you, you haven't beat Cena immediately. I would put him in the mid-card title run, whether it's United States champion, whether it's Gunther in the uh, IC title. It does not matter. And that's even if Gunther has it after Mania. I don't know how long they plan on keeping him in that picture. Gunther should be in the world title picture at some point next year. Um, but yeah, so you have Roman who sort of goes off into the sunset. What literally what I would do raw after mania is have Roman and the Uso stand there and basically pass the blessing of the family over to, to solo Sokoa that he's now the head guy. And what I would do is you got to understand that this is a story. So like people got mad at me when I posted my TikTok of WWE do the right thing, put Bronson Reed in the bloodline, people got mad at me and like, oh, they're not actually related. Well, they don't have to be related because in storyline, as long as you're Polynesian in in the show, right, you can still be part of the family. You don't actually have to be blood. Like if you, if we want to be a thousand percent correct in, in, in how we, in family lineage, the Rock is not related to Roman Reigns, right? Rock's father, or Rock's grandfather, and Roman Reigns' grandfather, they're blood brothers. Basically, they took a blood oath, and they're not actually related by by family lineage. It's a blood oath that the tribe the tribes made, right? So, if we want to be a thousand percent correct. Like, The Rock's dad, Rocky Johnson, grew up in Canada, right? They're not related in any way, shape, or form on, like, the family tree. They're blood brothers. So, Bronson Reed is Polynesian, right? You have, um, what's his name? Zion Quinn down in NXT. He's Polynesian. Build this new bloodline, right, with all of these other guys who are Polynesian. You have... Jacob Fatu, who wrestles for MLW, another one of Rikishi's sons, I think. Then you have another one who just signed and is now training. There's family lineage that you could add to this bloodline that Solo can now run. That Solo can now sort of be the chief and and be the front man for these guys. There's so much... You don't have to kill um, the bloodline to do to to um, as as a group, you could still have them here, right? And then you could still have the USO show up from time to time. You could still have Roman show up from time to time, right? For these big events, right? And you could still have Roman be the tribal chief, just from the island where he's gonna re- relax. And Solo's now the new leader of the group, right? It's not like you don't have to kill the bloodline. You just you can now take the titles off of them, have Roman and the Usos go part-time, show up for these bigger events, and and push younger guys, and now you free up the entire 
um, the vision for the titles. You, you can have Cody Rhodes run Raw and SmackDown. You don't have to split the titles to to make Raw interesting. You can have Cody Rhodes show up on both shows and have feuds on both shows, and maybe one one week he's one feud he's fighting Gunther for the title. The next month he's fighting someone on Raw for the title, Bobby Lashley. Who knows, right? So this would be the best move. Um. All right, so that's that's booking the bloodline. It, to me, it's that simple. You don't have to get super creative with this. Like I said, this is the falling action of the story. It's going to turn. You have new tag champions and Kevin and Sammy, which they're not going to like. And what that can turn into is, um, what that can turn into is Sammy and Kevin hold the titles for a decent reign. Maybe at SummerSlam, a, a legitimate tag team that's being built like Imperium um, can can win the titles. And then that sets up for the final time ever. You can book this for the final time ever. WrestleMania 40, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. That's been a feud since they've been in WWE, even before then. Right, and you could you could book it as for the final time ever. These guys have been wrestling for damn near twenty years themselves, and I'm sure they're ready to go and 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 not be full time and to to maybe go part time or retire. And so for the final time ever, Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, and knowing Triple H and this being in Philly, I'm a hundred percent certain Triple H would allow them to to play their ROH gimmick. Right, have El Generico, have Sami Zayn wear the mask, and have Owens maybe come out in his Kevin Steen gear or something to 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 sh- to make the marks mark out. Right, um, that would be a perfect ending to that feud. Um, but other than that, that is today's episode of the Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast. Again, if you're listening on TikTok. Go follow the audio. That's where I mostly will post. This is just a one-time only type thing. Um, st- this is the last episode of 2022. Um, starting next week uh, in 2023, we will do one episode a week. It will be live, um, not live, on t- but it will be one episode a week. It will be up on Wednesdays. Um, and the, uh, the, basically what they're going to be is just reviewing this week in wrestling. What are some news? What do I think of the shows? Wrestling from a casual perspective. Um, so with that being said, if you watched on TikTok, thank you. If you listen to the audio, thank you again. You could find the audio, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. I even think it's on Pandora. Basically any of the main uh, things. If you're on TikTok, click the link in my bio. Um, it'll take you to my link tree. Then just click Slapping Meat Wrestling Podcast, and it will take you to, and you, then you can choose where you want to listen to it. With that being said, I want to thank you guys for watching, and I will see you guys at the next episode. Hope you guys have a, a great uh, New Year's. Uh, be safe. Uh, don't get too crazy. But uh, we will see you in the new year on Wednesday, the 4th of January, um, with the, f- the first episode of the 2023 year. Thank you for listening. I'll see you on that episode.